This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, our show also brought to you in part by Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. If you haven't tried Autotempest yet and you're looking to buy or sell a car, go check it out. All the cars, one search. It'll blow your mind. All right, so this show is going to be dedicated to something that we're calling Monterey Car Week, which just happened last week. And it uh, was the culmination was with the Pebble Beach Concours on Sunday, of which I was at. And I went to an, another event called The Quail, a motorsports gathering on Friday, Saturday, an event called Concorso Italiano. I did not attend that, but it all starts on Tuesday in Carmel. Ed Justice Jr. joining us. He's the president and CEO of Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. He was one of the MCs of the Carmel. What do they call it, Ed? The Carmel what? Well, it's Carmel by the Sea yeah. because there's Carmel Valley also. Carmel by the Sea is actually the full name of Carmel, California. Okay. But Carmel by the Sea, Concord on the Avenue. That's what it is. Concord on the Avenue. So there's so much going on that week that it's completely insane. You have the Monterey course the classic car racing over at laguna seca what do they call that now they call it the rolex monterey motorsports reunion oh geez yeah they change that name all the time that's why it's hard to remember what it is but so this is going on a week before like you said there's the prehistorics which are the really yeah which cars. they yeah they technically call that now the monterey pre-reunion Aww. because the, the the reunion's no longer called the historic. So, yeah. hey, let's change the name a few times <laughs> and we'll really confuse you, okay? Oh, boy. Well, anyway, <laughs> yes. So if you're into classic cars in any way, shape, or form, this is the bucket list thing to do. It's an entire, call it two weeks of insanity when it comes to car culture from uh, every walk of life, from the, the Rolls-Royce wine and cheese crowd to the uh, even hot rods and exotic cars. There were some crazy exotic cars at Pebble Beach, which I was like, look at that. They expanded it out even further. And uh, so anyway, but you were at the, again, I'm going to get the name wrong. You were at the Carmel event. I'll just say that Carmel by the Sea. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's yeah, at the Carmel Concours on the Avenue. There we go. To use the shortest version. Yeah, right. and, and it was fantastic. So, you know, you you going into this, of course, the city of Carmel, like states, cities, counties, corporate entities, et cetera, they all have their own, quote, protocols when it comes to COVID. Okay. Uh, it seems it's becoming a patchwork across the world, not just America, but the right, world. Right. And uh, the city of Carmel, their protocol was that they set up what they called soft barriers around the downtown area and that as you came through if you could show a vaccine card proof of vaccination you would get a blue armband 
And if you couldn't, then they requested that you wear a mask while you're at the event. Right. And, uh, and that seemed to work okay. I mean, without getting into yes, no, good, bad, whatever. Right. And uh, so you wonder how many people are going to turn out. And knowing that, you know, there, some people are really concerned, other people are not so concerned. And, and I estimate the crowd to be as big as normal it was really every bit the the size that we normally have, which is estimated to be around thirty thousand people. Wow! Wow! Um, and all right. So it was, and I mean, it, it. If if you asked me, everything was uh, conducted in a very very safe manner. Everybody was very cognizant of that, and uh, I think it was a great event. Well, all right, we're going to take a break, come back, talk more about it, and you can give us a few of the highlights. We're talking with Ed Justice Jr., my longtime friend, president and CEO of Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. If you've ever had your car serviced at a quality service center or car dealership, they've probably used Justice Brothers products on it. We'll take a little break. This is The Drive all across America. And today we're talking about all the different car shows that were not only on the Monterey Peninsula, but all the way to the East Coast in this show. We'll be right back. Miss the latest auto news, videos, and real world reviews. Find us online at the drive with AlanTaylor.com. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America. Thanks to all our radio station affiliates. We've almost got just about 100 stations around the country. And uh, we have a huge audience worldwide and a lot of truckers that spend a lot of time. Thanks to all you guys for listening to the show. And and great sponsors we have, too. Subaru and Dodge and uh, Brembo and uh, Auto Tempest and Shell. You know, we have some great ones. And I, I do appreciate them because, listen, it's it's what I do for a living. So uh, having great partners and friends like Ed Justice, who's joining us right now, makes a huge difference. Matter of fact, funny how Ed and I, we started working together and Ed's company was sponsoring the show. And the next thing you know, I'm like, man, you're good on radio. We created a show for Ed called Road and Track Magazine Radio Show. And then he ends up winning the uh, Dean Bachelor Award, which I've never won. Yeah, yeah, I can't say these words on radio. You friend of mine. <laughs> you are you're you're good at what you do, Ed, and, and I'm glad that we've had this long relationship and uh, and your family, of course, has been in this industry for so long. And I think it's important that there's a person that really knows what they're doing in a company like yours with all these. How many products does Justice Brothers have now? Like a hundred. 
Yeah, over 100, yeah. Right? So you have 100 yes. products for cars, and if you're not entrenched in the industry and you're not living the lifestyle, I mean, how many, you have You have a small museum now, actually not so small anymore, airplane hanging from the ceiling. I mean, this place is awesome. These people do this. Ed was a, a teenage photographer at the racetrack when he wasn't even legal to drive, you know, and he's out there living it in his whole life. So to have Ed be on the show and be my friend and, and actually guide me through the last 25 years of our friendship, I feel very honored. And, and you know, now you also are not only the MC of the, I'll get it right, the Carmel by the Sea Concours on the Avenue on Tuesday of Car Week in Monterey and Monterey and Carmel, obviously, in the whole peninsula. But you've also judged at these kind of events. Is it hard to judge these cars that are some of the most expensive cars on planet Earth? Yeah, it is hard. And, and it, sometimes it can be harder than other times, for sure. I mean, look at sometimes there might be a standout car in a particular class that when you just walk up and look at the class, your first impression might be, well, that car might be a definite contender, if not the winner. But the thing is, as a judge, you can't prejudge anything. You've got to go through the process. You've got to look under the hood. You've got to look at all the fine details. You've got to let the owner of the car or the representative of the car, because uh, sometimes it's not the owner, it's a, be a representative of an entity or a person who maybe isn't there, give the full story, show you the pictures, show you the restoration, and everything. There's a lot to it. And now, you know, Pebble Beach uses a more traditional judging system where you every car starts with 100 points and you start sub- subtracting things. So it's a, it's a critical way. You look for mistakes. You look for things to take away. And uh, whereas Amelia Island is not that form of judging. Same at the Audrain Concours is uh, in Newport, Rhode Island. not that form of judging. But I will tell you this. All the judges I've ever worked with, myself included, take the process very seriously. I sort of somewhat compare it to the way most people look at serving on a jury. They don't take it lightly. They know that their decision is going to have ramifications. Now, look, at judging is nowhere near the implications of being on a jury. But my point is, in both cases, it's taken very seriously. Right, I get that. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, because look at, for some of these people, judging in car shows is really serious now, you know, and, and I get that, but, but anyway, yeah, no, you look at it, and, and, you know, you typically have at least three people on a judging team, sometimes four, and everybody has a voice, and uh, when you have a good judging team, you have a good mix of experts for whatever particular class you've been assigned to. I mean, at one, a few years ago at Amelia, my fellow judges were Jack Telnack, a legendary uh, Ford designer. He was the guy that was in charge of uh, Ford design when the Taurus was designed. Right. Well, there's, I, mean, which, I noticed which, there's a lot of designers involved with this. Matter of fact, uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, Franz von Holzhausen, the designer of all of the Tesla cars, was on the field judging. Hold on a sec. We'll talk more on the other side. Sure. Uh, talking with Ed Justice, he was the MC of the Carmel by the Sea Concours on the Avenue 
and we'll have more after this. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. All this show is possible because of our sponsors, and we have good ones. I mean, what car company can you say this about? Love. It's what makes the car what it is, and that's Subaru. Subaru and the new Outback. Now they have this new slogan. It's go where love takes you. I love that. And people that buy Subarus love their cars, period. Anyway, thanks to Subaru for sponsoring our show. Ed Justice here, uh, Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Uh, you can find them, by the way, on the web at justicebrothers.com. Really simple. Um, and so we're talking about the uh, Carmel by the Sea Concours on the Avenue and, and what it's like to be you know, a judge at one of these events and I've got a couple other guests that are going to be on in a little bit, and I have one. He's texting me right now. Hold on. Let me just see what he said. I said, what are you going to be talking about today? He says, well, there was an Italian car show. It's called Tuto. I guess Tuto. T-U-T-T-O. Tuto Italians. I don't know. He's on the East Coast. but uh, And then he also says to me here, he says, uh, the museum I work for won its class at Pebble Beach, and it was a 1901 electric car. And I do believe I took a picture of that car. There's just some amazing cars at these car shows. These which uh, which museum is that? That is Simeon. No, it's the um, Lars Larson or no? That's a, that's a talk show host. <laughs> I can't, I can't Lars, think. Lars Larson. Lars something. Lars. Lars. It sounds like a bodybuilder, and here he is, folks, <laughs> Lars Larson. I can't remember. I'll ask him later, and I'll get back to you on it. But he, he works. He's like us. He's, you know, well, birds of a feather flock together, but that's George Kennedy the third will be on in a little bit. But let's just talk about the Carmel by the Sea for a moment, this uh, Concours on the Avenue. What is different about this particular Concours than the ones where you're, well, you're on an avenue. You're on the street instead of on the Pebble Beach, the lawn, or the quail, the lawn. What is different about this? Because they're all a little different. Well, the first thing that's, that's fundamentally different about this event is it's free. Oh, And as you know, Monterey Car Week, you basically, every time something turns around, you're flipping out a $100 bill. Uh, Wait a minute. That's for there, a bottle of water. Now, now <laughs> just so you know, the quail was like a thousand bucks a person and sold yeah. out. Okay. I heard tickets for the Pebble Beach Concours were selling, you know, being Skyped for like 500 bucks. And I, I don't know what they were at the gate, but yeah, it's uh, it's big business for these folks. 
Well, I think there were 500 at the gate, so they could have been more than that. Okay, but, we'll yeah, see. It's a, it's, Monterey Car Week is a land of $100 bills, unfortunately. Right. It really is unfortunate because for some people it's a bucket list item, and that means that they got to fill a bucket with $100 bills <laughs> before they go there. Right. And uh, so anyway, the Carmel Concours on the Avenue is a free event. Wow. It's free. And many people, I'll just repeat what people tell me. And I talk to a lot of people, and I've done this event since day one. Now, this is not to take away from any other event up there, because look at Pebble Beach Concour was the granddaddy of all concours, and uh, it actually started as an offshoot of the races, the Pebble Beach races through the forest. And so those were the founding events, okay? But I can't tell you how many people tell me, they go, this is our favorite event of the week. Partially because of the venue, Carmel, California is a storybook town. It's just amazing. And along with that goes with the guys or gals who are into cars are into cars and the guys or gals who are not into cars they can look around the town they can shop you know if a guy's got a car on display and he wants to leave it for a few moments it's a safe environment and uh, you can go in and hop in and and it's just a great place and of course you know there's a complete array of shops from very expensive jewelry stores Rolex dealer, Tiffany. I mean, I'm talking high-end and even some higher-end than that stuff. Right, right. And then to just general, very nice gift shops that are much, much, much less expensive and within the the realm of a, a typical tourist. And there's lots of great restaurants. And so, you know, a lot of people love that show for all of those reasons. Plus, it's very laid back. It's not real uptight or serious which, you know, some people don't like that you might get at other shows. And, and so, you know what, the thing about Monterey Car Week is there's something for everybody. As you know, they have the Concours of Limons or right. Lemons. Right. And uh, those are ugly, ugly, ugly cars. I mean, <laughs> cars that are even uglier than a Gremlin, okay? Right. And that's got to be pretty ugly. Oh, that, okay. Gremlins are pretty so, ugly. Uh, by the way, I while, mean, while you were talking, I just went, and you're right, Tickets were 500 at the gate. Not at the gate so much. I mean, if you bought them in advance, they were 500. So it must have been, I thought I was hearing something about 500, you know, but I thought, no, these are probably 200 bucks. But no, 500. Wow. Well, here's what happens. This is what I think what happens. When it costs so much to go into quail, then you have another event, whether it be Pebble Beach or whatever, and they go, well, well, wait a minute. Our event is every good as that. Maybe we don't offer food like quail does, but we should be charging more. And it's like, where is the end in this thing? Because quail did not start out. I think it's actually about 900 Okay, $100 no, no, off a thousand. I, I, not I'm a look, big deal no, when you get in that range. I'm looking right here. Shell out $950. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. We split the difference. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? All right. Hold on a second, Ed. We got to take a little break here. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> wow. Lots to talk about for the Monterey. Well, what do we call it? Monterey Car Week, but it's the Monterey Peninsula Car Week. All things down in the beautiful sunshine and multi-jillion-dollar homes. We'll be right back with more of Ed Justice Jr. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. 
With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true. It's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. And our show brought to you in part by Brembo, the choice of champions, Brembo Brakes. And you can buy them at buybrembo.com. Ed Justice Jr., we're just uh, commiserating on the expense of going to the Monterey Car Week events. But to Ed's point, the one on Tuesday, the Carmel by the Sea Concours on the Avenue is free. And there's a lot of events that are free. You know, they may not be Pebble Beach. They may not be the Quail. But there's a lot of fun things going on. As a matter of fact, Ed, I was down there. Friends of mine live down there, and I went and visited them, and they went, you know, we went to do a wine tasting thing, and there was Maseratis everywhere. And then the next day, we went over to this place that we like to get coffee, and there was, you know, another brand of car everywhere. And so what happens is the clubs go down there, and they meet at all these places, and you guess what? Get a little car show out of the deal, you know? Yeah, that's right. Well, look at not everybody goes to every event like you and I do because we're members of the media, okay? Right. And it's our job to experience all these events, so then we can talk about them like this. So a lot of people, they might go up and they may only go to Concorso Italiano, or right. there are some people that only come up and go to the Carmel Concours on the Avenue, believe right. it or not. Right. They're on the road Wednesday, and the rest of the week is uh, not important to them. And then there's people that come late and only go to Pebble Beach because they're traditionalists, and that's, that's all they're going to attend. Right. So, right. you know, there's the Autobahn show, which is for German cars, and then there's a Porsche deal. And, I mean, it, this thing has expanded into so many different events and auctions, which we didn't mention, but just to throw it out there, that you literally cannot do it all. You cannot do it all. If you try to do it all, you're going to need a week or two to recover. Yeah. The best part is, I got to tell you, the best part of the whole thing, I took my wife this year. I was hoping to see you and your wife. We never even saw each other. But uh, I made her get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I said, I know you're not going to believe this, but tomorrow we got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning so we can leave the house because we stayed in Aptos, Aptos Hills, which a friend of mine has a house. He goes, ah, just use my house. You know, he's got two houses. You know, (laughs) that kind of a person. Anyway, so we stayed there. It's like a 30-minute drive, which is not a big deal, but we got to get up early because we want to go to the Pebble Beach the Dawn Patrol, which is, it's complete insanity, and you know it is, and I, I've been going for years, where you get there at dark. You're there before the sun rises, long before the sun rises, so you can get a stupid cap from Haggerty Insurance that says Dawn Patrol, you're part of this elite club, but you also get to hear the cars all running as they drive on to the field when the sun starts coming up. So now it's starting to be light. They're bringing all the cars on the field, and you get to hear that. Okay. You know. I've never done that. You'll never see me there. Okay. Number one, when it comes to a free cap, I have too many caps, and that includes the ones that I bought. I know. know. If you count the ones that people try to give me, 
I don't take them anymore because I feel guilty because I know I'm not going to be I able know. to wear them. I don't it's wear caps I don't either. I want to wear them. I would think I have I, 250 I, I at this point. I got so many caps that I couldn't line my whole no, house with them. If I, 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 you know? I literally cannot take free caps unless it's really, really something special. That's funny. Uh, because I, I can't wear all the caps I already have, and that may only be 20. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. No, I, I give uh, them away anymore. I, I've started giving them away. But you know what? Some people aren't like us that we're living this right so i'm like oh this one kid had a little uh alfa romeo i had this gorgeous alfa romeo hat and i gave it to him and it was like it freaked him out but let me let me tell you my story here so my wife she's a trooper she gets up and we go she dresses all up this is like the kentucky derby when you go to pebble beach right she dresses all up very pretty and she's got the open toe shoes and i'm like well you know it's it's going to be like six o'clock in the morning, you know, when we're walking on this wet lawn because it's it's on the beach and the morning fog. And she goes, oh, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Because it's only it's 57 degrees outside. She goes, no, it just feels good. Let me tell you, by eight o'clock in the morning, she was done. She goes, can I just go sit in the car? And I go, what? Wait, what? No, so honestly, we were done, by the way, and we left by 10.30 in the morning, which I've seen you do on occasion. But when you get there early and you see all the cars and you're not judging, doing a radio show, you know, like normally I do, which I didn't do this year, by the way, we were done. We had seen all the cars. I saw all the friends that I kind of cared to see. I knew I knew that you were already gone. I didn't see Barry McGuire for the first time in 26 years. And so that was kind of weird. I knew he was there. But we were done, and because we were carred out by that point. At some point, you have like automotive indigestion where you just can't ingest any more fantastic cars. I was tired. She was worn out. And I got to tell you, it was the weirdest thing because I've been doing this for so long. You know me. I'm a guy that gets there with the crack of dawn, and I don't leave till dark. But this was the first time I actually had had enough, which is odd. Well, I'm going to remind you something you obviously know because I've seen you there. But in order to hear the cars that are shown on the lawn, the vast majority of them, not all of them, but the vast majority of them, you go to downtown Carmel on Thursday about lunchtime when they actually drive in and stop there for lunch break when they do the tour. And uh, you'll get to hear them driven at speed, not idling on the lawn coming into their position. And so, look, Don Patrol... You're never going to ever, ever see Ed Justice at Dawn Patrol, okay? Well. So don't don't ever go there thinking you're going to say hi to me. I'll, I'll let you hold down the wet grass. No, no, and, no. Uh, I, no. Listen, there was 2,000 people there. And I want to tell you. I I'm with you now. I'm I just am, I'm always two steps behind you, but I'm at least following in your footsteps. All right. <laughs> Ed Justice, thank you. Um, yes, and by the way, they did not go through Carmel this year. Just so you know, they 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 oh they they, they did no they detoured around. Listen, there's some we could keep going for another hour. You know that. Um, I got a bunch yep. of guests on the show today. Thank you, Ed. Always fun okay. to have you on the show. Thank Appreciate you. it. Always. Thank uh, you, Alan. Justicebrothers.com on the web. Check out uh, Ed Justice Jr. He's also an incredible photographer, and he's got uh, he's got a magic act that doesn't quit. We'll be right back. Stay with us. <laughs> 
When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo model. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. All right, so, uh, yes, I was at the Monterey Historic Weekend car show thing. Uh, you know, the, I didn't go to the, the Carmel-by-the-Sea Concours on the Avenue because it was just way too early. Um, but all my friends that are also automotive journalists went to all kinds of car shows all over the country and uh, George Kennedy joining us right now. He is the uh, co-founder of uh, Cartender, and he also works for Car Gurus, Boston Globe, and U.S. News and World Report, and for this radio show, uh, reporting on this stuff. So, George, I was trying to explain to, to Ed just a, a couple of minutes ago that you, you were working with one of these museums, and the 1901 electric car, which I saw, by the way, that was awesome. I don't know, it was the Lars Larson Museum or something like that, right? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's Lars Anderson. If you got to wrap the museum, you got to get that name right. Lars Anderson. I don't know. I know Lars Larson's a radio show host, you know. So, But uh, that's just funny. Okay, so the Lars Anderson Museum, which is, where is that? In, like, the Boston area or so something? That's, yeah, so the Lars Anderson Auto Museum is located just outside Boston in Brookline. I mean, it's, you know, minutes away from Fenway Park. Gotcha. But it, it, it could feel like miles because it's this heavily wooded park. The museum itself, is the former carriage house or very ornate garage of a much larger estate that was owned by Lars and Isabella Weld Anderson, uh. who, you know, Lars was a diplomat in the turn of the century. Isabella was a debutante. They were both very philanthropic. They were both, both also some of the first people in Boston or in the Northeast to own cars. Oh. And when you think about that time, you know, we think it's all about, about fuel and gas and eventually diesel, but... There was a time that the, the, the fuel, the energy future of cars in America was uncertain. And there were competing different modes of, of energy, and one was electric cars. And so they owned two electric cars. Ah. So one of them yep. was, was on the beach, or I should say on the lawn at Pebble Beach? Yeah, so they, you know, they had a 1908 Bailey Electric Victoria Phaeton, and Phaeton is, is, a, is a style of, of car. And Lars Anderson, because they kept their car preserved and unrestored and, and you know, really just preserved it in a meticulous fashion, they went into this, you know, pre-war preservation trophy, wow. essentially. And they, they took home the medal and they won. Wow. <laughs> That's a big deal, actually. You know, I did go by one car there. That I looked at it. Of course, it looks like a buggy without the horses strapped to it. You know what I mean? That's how old these yeah. things are. It's what they look like. And so yeah. I was. I'm looking at the back of it, and it had these two electric motors on the back. So in if the Tesla world, how it says dual motor, because remember, yeah. an electric <laughs> motor is a motor. When when you hear you know like motor trend, 
Well, it's now coming into its own because it should be engine trend, right? Because right, an engine right, is internal right. combustion where a motor is electric. But uh, I looked at that and I went, my God, that thing must have been a monster. It had two giant electric motors on it. And I was thinking, oh, I don't even want to see the batteries in that thing. But, you know, it, Pebble Beach this year was so strange. With the, They had every kind of thing you could imagine on that, on that lawn. And, uh, but the, I love that variety. Yeah, yeah, no, I do too. The electric car thing was definitely cool, especially from 1901 in that case. Well, and, and you just touched on something. They say that it looks like a horse-drawn buggy. Right. I, you know, at the turn of the century, that's what they were using to, you know, they were building upon what they knew at the time, which were horse-drawn carriages, right. and slowly modifying that. So if you look at the vehicles, you know, in the, the, the Anderson collection, their permanent collection, you've got a bunch of other cars in that era that look very similar. In fact, it's called the carriage house because before the electric car was even around, this was the place that they kept all of their horse-drawn carriages to go around Boston. And as the, the advent of the automobile came around, they transitioned themselves. So if you go in the back of the museum, you can see the names on the back wall where they would have had like the horses tied up and all the different stables <laughs> awesome. are where the cars are now displayed. That is awesome. All right. So you didn't get to go to uh, the, the Monterey car week, but you did go. No, wasn't so lucky. Right. Well, listen, all I can tell you is that I, you know, I've been for so many years now, like 26 years in a row, 27, uh, except last year they didn't have it. I don't know that it would, you know, I, something new is always something kind of fun. What did you do this last weekend? You went to a, um, what was it? What was it called? An Italian car show? Tudo? What was it called? Tudo Italiano. Everything uh, Italian. I gotcha. think it is. I don't know. I took French in high school. Um, <laughs> it's the crown jewel, in my opinion, of the, the summer series of, of lawn events and car shows at Lars Anderson. Uh. You know, every Saturday they do a different theme. So you could have Porsche Day or German cars in general. This is all Italian cars. And it is, you know, German car day has been growing in past years, but this will always be... The crown jewel, not just because of the amount of the cars it brings, but the quality it brings. I mean, you've got Ferraris and Lamborghinis, but even down to like, you know, Fiat Dinos and stuff like that. It's just an incredible collection, you know, because the New England area is such a, you know, everybody thinks of Pebble and the West Coast, you know, but from Connecticut, you know, where Wayne Carini and Jason Classic Cars right. is based out of all the way up until Boston and north up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, there's just this incredible pedigree of owners, and it's so awesome to see them bring their cars out in there. They love to do it. You know, they're not the types that when they see, you know, the first rain cloud, they're not running for the hills. They're happy to have their cars out there. They love to drive them, and they love to show them off and share them with the community. Hopefully, you know, pass the torch and stoke the flames of younger kids and, and to be in uh, car guys and gals. Right. So was there one car that stood out that you just went, oh, my gosh. I mean, what would that be? Because, I mean, we see so many cars. I don't – honestly, it's all a gigantic, colorful blur to me at this point. I stopped in my tracks when I saw a Lamborghini Diablo VT, which I hadn't seen, like, in person in over, like, a decade maybe. Because the the Diablo has got to be the lowest production numbers of any Lamborghini they've ever built. Because you have a ton of Countaches, which – you know, they, they're, they're doing a, a, re, a redo on. And then you've got the popular ones after that that really made money for them. The Diablo is a far more limited run. It just right sort on. of kind of... Oh, good. He blanked out right when I needed him to. <laughs> That's the perfect timing. Hold still. 
It is The Drive. We'll come back with more of George once he reestablishes his connection. Stay with us. Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor on the road ahead. Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car? Not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try Autotempest.com. See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. Well, our show is brought to you in part by the Collector Car Network, which includes ClassicCars.com, of course, AutoHunter.com, where you can sell your car on an auction online. And very cool. I just recently sold mine. Um, auto, let's see, uh, Cars.com, The Journal, because I already said Auto Hunter. Let's see what else is there. And, oh, The Future Classic Car Show. Now all this stuff is owned by Barrett Jackson. By the way, if you you just you're like hearing all this going, oh God, I missed it all. But you know what? There's always a car show going on somewhere. I am going to be at Barrett Jackson in Houston. First time they were, I was born in Houston. First time they've done an auction in Houston. So uh, go to BarrettJackson.com, check it out. It's mid-September. I'm going to be there. Uh, all I can say is, if you want to go have some fun, go check out BarrettJackson.com. George Kennedy the third joining us right now talking about uh, the car industry just a little bit and some of these car shows. Let's just take a little uh, sidetrack and talk about what is supposed to be going on and has supposed to been going on all week long and and this weekend the New York Auto Show that was canceled. But you know what George, what's weird to me is I'm getting all these press releases from the New York Auto Show for all these cars that they're actually debuting anyway. What do you know about this? Yeah, I mean, look, whether or not people were attending, there's a lot of work that goes into rolling out a vehicle. And, you know, if you've got investors or board members or down to the people that have to photograph the car and build the stage, there's a lot of work that goes into ramping up the debut of a vehicle. So, yeah, they canceled the show, but it doesn't mean that, you know, if that doesn't change the fact that, you know, Ford wants to debut a vehicle at a certain time. It was already in the plan. So, yeah, we're seeing a lot of stuff online. You know, I know that there's uh, some, been some updates to Lincoln Navigator. They're going to do some right. sort of, you know, super cruise competitor type thing. Right. There's a plug-in version of a Kia Sorento. But I think the big takeaway, the big one, is that new Nissan Z, right? Right. That was, hey, listen, a lot of journalists went there anyway, which, you know, with all the, the, the travel garbage and the masking and the, you know, you got to have your papers, which I, I just bugs me to death. But it's the way it is. New York City, you can't do anything without your papers, you know? But right. It bugs right. me, but, well, I, you, you know, know it, it is what it, what it is. What it says is, you know, the Javits Center has to deal with the city and unions and all sorts of other stuff. Yeah, I get A it. private company is, is free to sort of, you know, handle it as they please in the fact that they can just do it just them right. with the journalists that they choose and, and vet and make sure that they're all set and safe. You know, it's far more simple or simpler than 
you know, doing it as part of a big show where you get a million more moving parts. Right. You know, it's funny at the uh, Pebble Beach, all the Pebble Beach events, I saw very few masks, very few. Because, I mean, these are all outdoor well, events. You were, out, you were right. outside, though. Right. You were out, you know, with the wind whipping around. I mean, do, do, would you like to be in the Javits Center? Would you want to be wearing a suit in the August heat? Right. Well, <laughs> so, you know, what's funny is I on the way home, I drove there. And I drove my Jeep Gladiator, by the way. You'd be proud to know I was tooling around uh, Monterey. Everybody's in their Ferraris and Porsches and Lamborghinis, all these fancy cars. And here comes Alan in his Jeep, right? You know, I was a little <laughs> out of place. It. But I got to tell you, I got as many thumbs up as the other guys. But I went into a coffee place on the way home out in the middle of kind of, you know, farmland nowhere. And I got out of my car and I'm like, I can't find my mask. I can't find my mask. Wait a minute. Where's my mask? And I'm looking at my, my wife. Where, where's your mask? She goes, I, I don't know. I, she's digging through her purse. And I'm like, we don't have a mask. And it says right on the door, no mask, no service, right? <laughs> mask required, whatever it was. So I opened the door to this coffee place. And all it was, it was, I, it was at a Starbucks? I don't know, whatever it was. I opened the door and I go, I don't have a mask. Can I buy coffee? And uh, they looked around, and there was a few people there. Nobody was wearing a mask, because if once you start drinking or whatever, you take your mask off, right? The people behind the counter yeah. were wearing a mask. And so uh, I go, I don't have a mask. I can't find my mask. I want some coffee. And the, the guy looks around. He looks did, around. Did you do it at that octave, too? Oh, I did. No, no. You know me. And everybody's looking at me, and the guy goes, come on in. We'll get you a coffee. So, like, because you handle it so maturely. Well, you know, I mean, come on. We're at the strange. <laughs> I mean, I'm out in the middle of farmland USA, you know? Anyway, so you, you had fun. That, that desperate, I need coffee look on your Dude, head. I would have torn the door off that building had they not gave me coffee. They probably would have said, go through the drive-thru. But I also had to go pee. You know, come on. I had to go pee. Anyway, so the rest of my story. I'll they were, they were I'll, so lucky to have you visit. Exactly. I'll end this hour right there. George Kennedy the third again. Car Gurus, Boston Globe, U.S. News and World Report. Thank you, sir, for uh, you know taking the time today. Okay. Hey, pleasure as always. All right, man. Okay, guys. So we got another hour to go of this total debauchery. I am an older man now. And the problem is my bladder does not hold out for the whole two hours. So I'm going to take a little break. Come back and we'll do another hour. How's that? Is that a, that's a deal. It's a deal. I got to go to the bathroom. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one. Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Busher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use Auto Tempest instead. Find all the cars. AutoTempest.com. All the cars, one search. This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. <laughs> Step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television, and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, hour two is more of the Monterey Car Week conversation, I guess you might say. Um, I was trying my butt off to catch up with Carl Brower 
Carl, I have no butt because I tried my butt off to catch up with you. So we never did catch up. <laughs> I was like, I go, uh, I see one guy walking by that I go, wait, hey, Carl Brower is supposed to be interviewing you. I, they, I know we're going to meet him right now. And then. You know what happens? I, they go, come on, we'll walk over together. And my wife was with me, and my wife comes over with this little one ounce of mango ice cream of some sort, right? And I took one bite, and my head exploded, and I was like, where did you get that? And I walked the other direction, and then I never even made it to where you guys were going. This is how I am. Like, shiny things or sugary things, I'm done. Anyway. So that's your nice way of saying you blew me off. I, I did, yeah. I was like, Mango Sherbert was way better than listening to you interview somebody. Besides, I figured we could at least it talk is. about it. it. Is. I and agree with that. I think you videotaped some of these things, and we'll tell people where to go see these things, because this year I did not take any video of anything. I took a few pictures, but uh, so we'll live vicariously through you. Well, who did you film this for? Forbes Autos, ICCars.com? Who did you, what were you doing? Or is it just Carl Brower? It's all me. Ah. You know me. It's all about me now. <laughs> it's no, all uh, you. It's, it's technically, I'm, I, I like the idea of these embedded videos in the Forbes stories. Because gotcha. they really flesh them out. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you go right now, you can see kind of my overall coverage on Forbes. There's this nice story there, some killer photos. But the second quote-unquote image is actually the video that's embedded in the article. And you can see a little two-minute kind of summation. It shows the... Um, Best to show winner at the end of the Pebble Beach Concours shows some of the debuting vehicles that were there, the Aston Martin and the Acura NSX Type S and some of the other vehicles we saw debut. And then there's a whole bunch of interviews I was able to do, as you heard about when you were at the show, right. with different executives and designers. And those will be coming out in the coming days and weeks. I'll be putting those stories and embedded videos up on Forbes as well. Good. So can we start with, first of all, Dave Merrick. Dave Merrick is both of our friend from Honda Acura. He looks like a cartoon character from perhaps Monty Python. You know what I mean? He's an interesting looking fellow. He goes walking by me. He's the guy that walked by and he had this guy on his arm named Sasha, I guess. And they were, this yeah. is, is it McLaren? Who, who are they with? What? Sasha's uh, Koenigsegg. Koenigsegg, Sasha, right. Sasha Salinip Salinipov, I think. I hope I said that right. Okay. So Koenigsegg, tell the world what that is in case they don't have any idea about this car. Because, listen, and at the end of the show here today, I got an interview with the, um, I think he's a head designer or something from Lucid, a new electric car company. And, yep. and, I mean, listen, there's some awesome car companies out there, but Koenigsegg has been around for quite a while. We're talking like a, a multi-million dollar car, right? Yeah, there's a whole kind of just, I don't want to say a uh, swarm, but there is a flood. There is an evolution of these uh, high-end limited production car makers coming out. And the reason is because there's money to be spent. Like these guys, they keep coming out with these multi-million dollar, you know, less than 100, often less than 50 or 25 even production right. numbers for right. these crazy cars. And they're gone before the first one ever starts production. Koenigsegg is, is an example of that. Now, he didn't start out that way. And, and he, Christian von Koenigsegg, who started the company as the CEO, was there at Pebble Beach and did a great job giving a brief history of his company and kind of inspirational. You know, I know, Alan, you as much as anyone loves these kind of, you know, rags to riches, you know, beating the odds and going up against the, uh, the big players and winning type stories. Right. And that's who Christian von Koenigsegg is. You know, his dad had to help fund the thing. His dad was very conservative and thought he was nuts. 
trying to start his own car company back in like the nineties. And, uh, you know, now he is one of the most sought after brands and people within the auto industry because of what he has done. And he was showing off his new Gamera, G-E-M-E-R-A, which is Swedish for, I think it's like more, delivering more or, uh, or offering more. Mm. And it's a two-door but four-seater Koenigsegg model that can go 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds and a top speed of 250 miles an hour. Oh 1.9 seconds. I mean, mm-hmm. that just to me is, um, listen, I know what fast is. I think that's beyond fast. That's, that's insanity. By the way, you talked yeah. about, you know, these, these uh, short runs of cars and exclusive. And I just read something that Hennessy showed his new F5, Venom F5, uh, sold yeah. out. Already sold out, like two million bucks a crack. John Hennessy. So, John knows how to build fast cars. Yes, he does. And that's a 300-mile-an-hour car. <laughs> Did you ever think you'd be saying 300 miles an hour? Let me take a break. Uh, Carl Brower is joining us. You can find his videos of the uh, the Monterey uh, Car Week that he's been over there videotaping like a maniac at uh, Forbes Auto. So go to Forbes and I guess, how do they do it? ForbesAutos.com or what? How does it work? Yeah, if you just do Forbes Autos or if you just search my name, K-A-R-L, Carl Brower, B-R-A-U-E-R. Yeah. Uh, that'll be one of the first links that pops up. It's my Forbes time. Okay. We'll take a little break. Come back and talk more about these silly cars, fun cars, fun things to keep us from realizing the world is going to hell in a Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. listening to the drive all across america and around the nation um i guess that america is the nation but anyway all around the place you can find our show online um the drive with alan you just got to put the whole thing in there thanks to our radio stations that take our show and our show is brought to you in part by subaru and the new subaru outback go where love takes you uh carl brower joining us who was uh, also at the pebble beach uh or the monterey car week because it really wasn't just pebble Pebble beach is sunday that's the last thing but all the way leading up to it was just a really fun fun time and lots of events so you uh what else did you go to besides i know you and i both went to the quail and you and i both went to pebble beach did you do anything else like concorso italiano or any of the other other events that were going on well you just said it right that pebble beach believe it or not is only a component and some could even say a smaller component. I mean, if you looked at a list of all the things that happened during car week, it's a long list. You know this, Alan. And right. if you're foolish like I am and you think you can try to get to more stuff than you can, the, the world will teach you the reality. And, that, and I have, I've been there 20 years off and on, you know, most of the last 20 years. So, But I was still foolish enough to think we could go here, we'll go here, we'll do some interviews here. I had full access credentials that had been handed to me by the uh, wonderful uh, Barry Tepke at oh, yeah. uh, Monterey Historics, uh, you know, uh, Laguna Seca Raceway. 
never even made it there to pick I up my credentials, either. let alone go either. to the race. Oh my God, I feel bad. And that's an awesome yeah, event I, to go there and watch these old classic multi-million dollar machines racing around the track. You're like, no way. They yeah. really are racing those things. It's a sight to see. Yeah. You know? It's, I've never missed it before, but because yeah. I was trying to, as you said, videotape so much of the thing and then yep. the commitment it took to get those things done, it just, we looked at my, my shooter and I looked at each other. Uh, we were going to go Saturday at like one in the afternoon and we looked at what else we still had to do. And we were supposed to go to Laguna Seca between like one and three. And we're like, this is not even going to happen. We're going to be rushed if we don't go to Laguna Seca and they'll all fall apart if we right, do. So right. we never made it. But I did go to the Acura reception where they introduced the new Acura NSX Type S, uh-huh. you know, which is their last year for the to the NSX, which is a little depressing, honestly. Wait a minute. Hold, uh, hold, hold, hold. Capable hold, hold. car. What, did they announce that that's the last year of it? They've announced it, that they're only going to make one more year. 2022 is the last model year. They're going to only make 350 total, 300 for this market, U.S., and the other 50 will be in other global markets. They're all going to be Type S's. They have more horsepower. They're a little lighter weight. They have a little louder exhaust system. They got some cool exterior styling updates. And they have a very cool, what's a Gotham gray, kind of matte gray color that, of course, the car was painted that they showed off. And only 70 of the 350 they're making for last year are going to be offered in that color, which I think is going to get snapped up quickly. But just a phenomenal, I mean, you know, the, the technological and performance pedigree of that car has never been in question. But the truth is, Alan, I don't think Acura's ever sold as many as they wanted. They had a dedicated assembly space for that factory for that car outside their huge Marysville, Ohio facility. And I'm sure they didn't put that whole thing together for a, you know, five-year run. I mean, it's only been made from 17 till now. I guess that's six years technically. So it's it's, it's a bummer. But I get the impression that John Akeda, who runs Acura and has been running it throughout this whole journey to get bring in this precision crafted performance message it kind of started with the nsx and that's kind of been like the literal and figurative halo car throughout the arc of this story and the story is pretty much done as he says we brought back performance We're, we have launched we've got type s versions of all these cars coming out the nsx was the first but they've got uh, well the tlx was the first they got the mdx they've got all these performance now they're bringing back the integra don't forget they announced that they're bringing back the oh integra God, one of the most right. uh, celebrated names in automotive history right so the brand is on track to do great things and really, you know, the NSX was a small volume vehicle that, that didn't do much in terms of its financial contri- contribution to Acura. Mm. So I think they're ready to kind of just, you know, retire it, at least for now. I mean, they did that once before. Maybe it'll come back again, but I'm, right. I'm a little bummed. That's uh, a little bit sad. All right. Another break. You know, national radio show. Got to pay those bills. Um, this is The Drive all across America and uh, Carl Brower joining us. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of the other videos he made while he was at the Monterey Car Week right here on The Drive. Stay with us. Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models.
Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. And I've been talking about uh, this Monterey Car Week for the whole show, and it's kind of, we're dedicating this show to it. And it, it was last week, and everybody's like, oh, well, I don't want to hear about what happened last week. Well, last week was a very significant week in the automotive uh, hobby, actually in the automotive industry. Because um, a couple things were happening. Well, first of all, the automakers that were on the Monterey Peninsula were showing off their newest wares, making announcements, um, and and the high end cars, the Aston Martins and the you know Lamborghinis and the Koenigseggs and the 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 Hennessy, you know, with the F five and I mean on and on, Audi and on, you name it, Rolls Royce, Bentley. But what also didn't happen was the New York Auto Show, which is kind of a bizarre thing, but they're still making their announcements anyway. I don't know about you, Carl. Carl Brower joining us. I'm getting these announcements as if the Auto Show was still going on earlier this week. It looked like it was going on. There was still you know, cars being unveiled virtually. But they were still doing these unveilings, and even Nissan, we talked about it just a minute ago with uh, George Kennedy, Nissan unveiled the new Z car in New York because they had already made the plans to do it, and then they canceled the New York Auto Show. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about, I know you have another video, and I talked about Aston Martin. You interviewed somebody from Aston Martin, and one of my favorite cars, I don't know what it is about Aston Martins, I just love them, design or something cool maybe james bond just implanted it in like a a splinter in my mind i just think they're cool cars but what do you what do you got there well you just like them because once upon a time you and i launched one into the air i wasn't gonna bring um, that up <laughs> oh it's a true story yep no uh yeah we were able to talk to tobias Moores, who used to run amg so he already was the guy who behind AMG's brilliance for a long time. And now he's the guy running as both the CEO and the CTO. He's smart enough and got enough wide enough background of skills and talents that he can be the chief technical officer and be the chief executive officer wow. uh, of Aston Martin. And his last and, you know, name is S'mores. I love S'mores. Delicious. <laughs> S'mores. Can I have some? No, no, he's Tobias Moores, and that's what he wants people to say when they see Aston Martin. Can I have some more? No. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. But he is a. He's a good guy, and he's a smart guy, and he's got this history of really successful execution of performance cars. And now, of course, there's also been some help financially for um, Aston Martin. It's kind of restructured financially, and it's got a lot more backing to make sure that they can fund the next you know, generation of vehicles they're going to make. And, of course, they're also partnered with Mercedes-AMG, where Tobias comes from. So it all is kind of uh. this very you know, good synergy now between these two brands. And the result is going to be some really powerful cars. I mean, they showed off this Valkyrie Spider, which is the convertible version of the Valkyrie they've already shown. Another crazy car in terms of horsepower numbers. You know, I think it's like 1140 oh or something, you know, uh, horsepower. And right. it's, uh, hang on, I got it right here. Well, you know, as you're saying uh, that, I'm thinking about Hennessy. Yeah, 1140. 1800 and some odd horsepower. You know what I mean? The days yeah. of 500 horsepower being, oh my gosh, 500. I got minivans with 500 horsepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what sedans have, you <laughs> right. know. Um, but it's 217 mile an hour top speed, but only 205 when you pull the top off. But think about ah. that. You can go 205 miles an hour with, with the, the top convertible down. roof panels removed. <laughs> 
you know, V12 engine and just this crazy hybrid drivetrain that uh, that that can produce this kind of power. And they're right. only going to make 85, and they're all gone. Oh my! So God, again, weird, we're back to this right? idea that no matter how much the car costs, there's more than enough people to buy them with people waiting in line if there's any others that are made. So uh, great talking to Tobias. Great video we've got up on him on my YouTube channel, and we'll have the story on Forbes next week with that uh, YouTube uh, video embedded in it. All right, so Forbes Autos. Carl is a contributor to Forbes, and he's made these videos, and they'll be at Forbes. You can look him up there. If you go to Forbes.com and just put Carl Brower, it'll probably pop up. So was was there, you know, as you go through, you know, these things that you did, was there one event that you just felt like you didn't get enough of? I mean, Pebble Beach, the Quail, what other what other events did you do? Well, I would say a couple of things. First, I loved the new Lamborghini Countach. You know, it was getting oh. mixed response from people, but I think it's amazing. I love, of course, you know, I'm a retro uh, pushover. You know, I just thought, I'll take it. I'll eat it up all day. I love the new Bronco. I just love that kind of stuff. So right, right. the fact that there's a brand new Lamborghini Countach with all the performance and capabilities and technology of modern supercars, and it is so unquestionably and undeniably a Countach from the headlight design to the proportions and the body lines. Yeah. I think that's awesome. They only made 112 of these because that was like the original like serial number or the series number for the Lamborghini Countach back in the, like the 70s when they first made it. So they only made 112 models. And guess what, Alan? You're going to be shocked to hear this, but they're already gone. They're already all bought and, <laughs> and, and, and uh, spoken for. But I was thrilled by that. The other thing that, believe it or not, you're going to find this funny, that I was thrilled by was driving a Ford GT. Not my Ford GT, but a Ford GT. Ford had uh, one of the newer Ford GTs up there, yep. and they were letting people drive it if they wanted to. And I, I haven't driven my car since, like, early July, since the first week of July, because it went to uh, Galton Ford down here. Not because there was any problems. It was running fine, but they wanted to do a bunch of little tweaks to it. You know, airbag cover was pulling up a little bit. They know how to make the interior more quiet, you know, with some better fixtures and stuff like right. that, fittings. So they just kind of tore into the car in the early Ju- July, and they, I'm getting it back like Tuesday. It's about to come back, but I have not been in it for a month. And well, I drove that one up and down Highway 1 to Big Sur and back from Monterey. Nice. And it was like, oh, thank you, Ford, for you know for fi- giving me my Ford GT. Well, reminding you my how much you love the one you have. All right, hotel. We got one more tight here, uh, one more segment. And, uh, yeah, I'm frothing at the mouth a little bit thinking of driving a GT Ford. I had a GT500, not the same thing. We'll take a break. It is the drive. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, you're listening to The Drive Radio Show. I'm Alan Taylor, The Drive with Alan Taylor. That's me. And Carl Brower joining us. His story. I'm looking at it in uh, on Forbes' website, and it's. Uh, let me scroll to the top here. Carl, nice job, brother. Nice job. Um, Monterey Car Week 2021. The Car Fanatics Dream Week returns, and I'm. 
I'm scrolling down. There's there's uh, there's you in your blue suit. Uh, let's see here. Um, what is the guy's name? Winklebaum or Winkleheimer? That's the president of uh, Bugatti. What's Bugatti his? and Lamborghini right now. You know they're kind of short on executives, so he's doing double duty. Can you imagine <laughs> telling that to people at all? I mean, that's your line at a Think bar, Alan. Who are you? Well, I'm the CEO of Bugatti and Lamborghini. Do you know? I, I have to um, tell you a funny story. That guy. You know that guy, right? You know who he is. What's it, what's his last yeah, name? Is it Wink, Winkle something? Uh, yeah, I'm, Winkle. Is it Winkleheim or something? Something. <laughs> Winkleheim or something, right? And the guy came up. He's this Italian guy. Handsome man. He looks like a yes. typical Italian. Very slender. Very nice cut suit. Of course, he's the president of, you know, these two massive supercar companies that are, you know, what are they? The, the, I don't think there's a one in there that's under two million bucks of these cars. I don't even know. Point is, I have him on my show. This is a good decade ago. No, I'll tell you what year it was. It was like 2006, like 15 years ago. And I was at the New York Auto Show with Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. And we were launching a nav traffic thing with XM Satellite Radio. So I have my radio set up there, my whole booth set up, as I, I did for many years. And I'm going to interview him. And he comes walking. And he won't look at me. It's like I'm, I'm this uh, kind of a, you know, uh, I don't even exist. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm the host. You got to get eye contact. So I thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a trick on him. This is what I do. I play this. This show is presented in part by right now. Dodge this is domestic the intro of the domestic. show, right? This is how the show starts, Carl. You know this, and it's all kind of in the yeah. can. And I let it play, and the guy he will not look at me. He will not look at me. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get this guy. So you know, it's like he thinks we're on the radio. <laughs> and I said, all right. And at the time, I was working for Motor Trend. You know, I was Motor Trend or car and driver for the last thirty years. So. At the time, it was Motor Trend Radio, and, you know, here's your host, Alan Taylor. And I go, okay, well, uh, Henry Winklebaum is here with us. He's the president of, I don't know, it, it might have been Ferrari at the time. This guy's had a very distinguished career, right? So <laughs> I thought to myself, I got to get him, right? So I said, um, whatever his first name is, which I can't remember, I said, Stephen. Stephen, and what's his last name? Let's get it right, just for his sake. Yeah, Winkleman, Winkleman. Gonna, That's what yeah. it is, Stephen Winkleman, Right. So I said to him, Winkleman. Yep. Yeah, Winkleman. M A N N. There you go. Winkleman. <laughs> He's a funny man. So I, I said to him, All right, so listen, it's our job, you know, to find the truth about these cars. And I've heard a rumor, Stephen. I've heard a rumor that these new Ferraris or whatever it was, Lamborghinis or whatever it was, are actually built in China. What do you say about that? He goes, No, 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 no. And I mean, his face turns red and I start like you laughing. And I go, Oh, dang it. I forgot to hit record on the recorder. Oh, we're going to have to start the whole thing over. He goes, what do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean? I said, Well, first of all, listen, I go, This is a radio show. You have not even looked at me. I said, let's have a conversation. You got to look me in the eye and we got to talk and people hear you. They hear in your, your, the way you're speaking, whether you're a jerk or whether you're really a guy that loves what he does. He could not believe his eyes and ears, what I was doing to him. And you know what? <laughs> Billy Gibbons walks up right about then and he said, hey, how's it going today? You know, and it's like, and he's a big fan <laughs> of Billy Gibbons. So he, his whole attitude changed. And let me tell you, we did a good interview after that. But you know what? Listen, those who listen to this radio show that know that I'm like, I'm as real as it comes with people. You know that, too, because you've seen it. Oh, yeah. And no, I they, love it. they expect like me to be able to bring the best out of people, honesty, and I wasn't going to put up with his crap. And I'm sorry. I had to do it. 
So, but you know what? Listen, he's still there. He must be doing a good job. What you're telling me is that these cars are all sold out as fast as they can make them. But uh, what did he show? I'm just curious. Stefan Winkleman. Stefan Winkleman. So, first of all, you said he was Italian. He's actually German. Uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, these are all, you know, basically like uh, subdivisions of Volkswagen now. Ah, okay. They're, you know, Volkswagen owns everything over there now. Right. So, and of course, so he's a German guy, but he's like you said, though he's like the most sophisticated. You know, the suit he has and his hair and everything. He's like the most sophisticated looking uh, executive I've ever seen. And he gets on my and, show. Poor guy. <laughs> no man, I know. And, and then he has to talk to you. I mean, talk about oil and water here. But anyway, <laughs> right, but he uh, he introduced the new Countach at the um, the Quail that you and I both attended that show. Right. And then he had to walk across the quail. And then, you know, a couple hours later, because they have their schedule of stuff, he had to do the same thing again at Bugatti and introduced the Bolide, B-O-L-I-D-E, which is this crazy car, Alan, because, you know, none of the cars we've talked about so far were crazy. Enough. I know. This thing is, is completely nuts. It's got, it's not street legal. And because of that, they didn't have to do any of the standard things you do for a car. So there's like holes in the car, it's like a skeletal body to keep it lighter, make it even lighter than it already is. Oh my gosh. And it, it can pull like crazy numbers. Hang on, let me pull it up here because I just want to make sure I get it right. 1,578 horsepower, $4.8 million. Now that 1,578 horsepower is pulling around 3,200 pounds, Alan. Think about the power-to-weight ratio on this car. They're going to make 40 of them. Again, in case you haven't guessed already, they're gone. Uh, actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that. I don't think these are all necessarily gone because they just announced these. There was a prototype for a round, but now it's a full street car, and they showed it at the quail. Okay, okay. But it's but still, an amazing five vehicle. Million you stand bucks. next to it and start looking at it. And, and uh, Frank Heil, H-E-Y-L, who was the head designer at uh, Bugatti, he walked me around that, and I got a video of that that's coming okay, soon. And good. he walked me around all the details of this Bugatti Bolide, which has got to be one of the craziest supercars made, even in crazy supercar world that we live now. It's hilarious. I saw Winkleman again at the uh, at Waldorf Astoria, where uh, we were doing a summit event there, and Billy Gibbons walks by again from ZZ Top, and he's really a cool guy. He's rock and roll gearhead. You know, he loves cars. And then, of course, what I hear, Alan, Alan, Alan. You know, like almost like that squirrel that goes, Alan, Alan, you know, anyway. So here he is. He comes running over because he wants to get a picture with Billy Gibbons. He's my best friend, even though I completely threw his head under the rear wheels of the bus. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it just shows people get starstruck. All right. Last question for you before we, we, I have an interview that I did. I did one interview, Carl. One. It's the first time in 26 oh. years I, that I just didn't do anything but enjoy myself. But I did it with the uh, car company called Lucid, which is an electric car, which I think is going to kick Tesla right in the dingleberries because they just raised $4 billion, and it's the head engineer from uh, the, the, the owner of the company. The president of the company is the head engineer from Tesla. So it's like yeah. you got the best of everything going on. They make their own batteries. They make their own motors. They make the technology. They got it all. Anyway, what was the, the funnest thing you saw? The one thing that sticks in your mind that you tell all your friends about, what was it? You know, they always celebrate anniversaries every year at these kind of big annual shows at Pebble Beach. And this year, it was the 50th anniversary of two things, the Porsche 917, mm. which you'd think I should hate because that's the car that finally dethroned the GT40 range right. in 66 to 69. Yep. But starting in 70, that, that 917 just started ruling. And by the way, this is when Porsche, who was already winning things, but you know, Porsche is the most winning brand in the history of racing. And that's really when the empire of racing started. So I love seeing the 917s on the, on the, uh, on the, 
Concord. Right. I also love seeing Countach's 50th anniversary of the Countach. And there's a photo in my story at Forbes that I just love so much. You've probably already noticed it. A purple Lamborghini Countach rolling on <laughs> to the 18th fairway. Now, how often are you going to see I a know. purple I Lamborghini Countach coming in to the upscale, some might even say snooty, Pebble Beach I know Concord? It. I right. love that. So, you guys check out Forbes.com and look for Carl Brower. You'll see his Pebble Beach coverage, lots of videos and fun stuff. And Carl, thank you, sir. I'm sorry we didn't get to see each other while we were there, but coming up next, we're going to talk about this crazy electric car uh, from the horse's mouth. We'll be right back. It is The Drive. Thanks, Carl. Thank you. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. I can't stop this feeling. This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. We are here at the Quail, a motorsports gathering at the Quail Lodge and uh, Country Club in Carmel, California. And I'm standing in front of a vehicle called the Lucid. It's a car company. It's a brand new car company. I don't know anything about it, so guess what? A buddy of mine, Dave Butchko, uh, he calls me and he says, uh, Alan, you want to interview the uh, like head of design for Lucid? I'm like, hell yes. So here he is, Derek Jenkins. Tell me your exact title. My name's Derek Jenkins. I'm the senior VP of design and brand here at Lucid. So first of all, what a cool name, Lucid. Maybe you can tell the world. I know what Lucid is, and you and I have talked, but this name you got to just give the spiel on the name. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, we were talking earlier, naming your company, which is Blood, Sweat, and Tears, is like naming a child, you know? It's a big, big part, and we're trying to appeal to specific customers out in the world. And so early on, we, we honestly, we struggled. It was about a nine-month process to come up with a name. We wanted something that didn't sound like your typical car company, and that was really about this clear vision of the future. Um, we also wanted to nod to our California kind of origins and so we kept thinking about this clear air clear-minded vision of the future and you know clarity of thought is what lucid means you know and uh, we thought man that's perfect that's perfect clarity of thought i love that a clear thinking individual goes through life making sure that before they just make a decision to buy a car they give thought to it yes. and they're lucid that's right, right. That's right. <laughs> okay and you know is about this clear vision of the future for the automobile so this is an all-electric car i would say that you guys are going up against the big guy this is uh, a tesla fighter now if i just talk about tesla for a moment i get it He's named the company after Nikola Tesla and, you know, but I don't know that to me, I was like uh, enamored with the name because I thought, okay, come on, electric car company named after Tesla, you know, come on. But I get it. Now, the guy who is involved with this company, I think the big guy 
was also over at Tesla. Maybe you could talk about the chief executive. Absolutely. Peter Rawlinson, I mean, he's the reason I joined the company. Um, a true visionary and pioneer in electric vehicles. He was the uh, chief engineer and architect of Tesla Model S. Um, you know, and let's be honest, that was the vehicle that broke the door wide open and showed that EV could be a mainstream, desirable, thrilling thing. And uh, so he, he came to Lucid, uh, our earlier company was actually called the Teva. It was a battery technology company. He came and got that off the ground and then I joined shortly after and he is the driving force behind this company. I understand that company actually is the people behind the batteries for uh, performance racing That's of electric right. car. By the way, you can hear a helicopter in the background. Somebody's coming in to see the new Lucid, so you'll hear the helicopter. But Some, That's a VIP. <laughs> exactly. So this company not only builds the car, they've got their own software company. I mean, you guys have completely everything, the batteries and everything. Yeah. I mean, we, we feel it's fundamentally important to be able to develop your own core technology. Um, a lot of the uh, traditional brands and a lot of the other startups are just buying technology in from suppliers, but we develop our own battery, battery integration software, motor inverter, transmission, as well as charging technology. And so that that's really at the core. That'll allows us to have the best efficiency, um, and that's miles per kilowatt hour is really at the very, very forefront, um, and it allows us to have our range well over 500 miles in a car that can still do an amazing quarter mile and still do a blistering zero to 60, and, and that combination of all that in a luxury package, we just don't see that in the marketplace yet. 500 mile range, that's, that's pretty impressive. Now, I love how you guys come with the batteries and the battery technology from the racing world, Formula E. So here it's proven out on the racetrack the way that the car companies have always done. That's right. You know, I mean, if you think about how racing has influenced the automobile for decades, it's a critical part of what we do. You know, if you think about where we're going over the next 10 to 20 years, electric racing has got to be the focus. And so Lucid has designed and manufactured the uh, battery pack that goes in every Formula E race vehicle on the grid. And that those are the vehicles that are sponsored by many different traditional automotive brands, but the battery pack comes directly from Ativa, the same company it's within Lucid. It's our technology uh, company. Talking with uh, Derek Jenkins from the new car company called Lucid. They've gone public, raised four plus billion dollars which makes them a going concern. We'll take a little break and come back more from the Quail, a motoring experience in Carmel. Stay with us. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. Well, I'm here at the uh, Quail, standing on the lawn with a bunch of beautiful cars, beautiful people. But one car that really caught my eye was this car 
called Lucid. I guess Lucid is the name of the car company. This car is called the Lucid Air, is that That's right? correct. This is the Lucid Air. It's our first product. It's a uh, luxury sedan to compete at the uh, large luxury sedan segment. So that was the voice of Derek Jenkins, who's the head of design. He's been a designer over at Mazda and at the Volkswagen Group before that. He's no newbie to this business. One thing that I looked at this car and went, what? The windshield goes halfway to the middle of the roof. It starts at the cowl and goes all the way up over the driver's head into the middle of the roof. It's like aircraft looking. That's right. That's right. That's our canopy cabin. It's a single piece glass from the windshield wiper cowl area all the way up to the B post. So there's no traditional header where your visors normally are. We still have visors and a rear view mirror there, but the glass passes right through seamlessly to over your head. And that gives you this panoramic view. And quite frankly, um, when we were thinking about our design DNA and the aesthetic we wanted to go for, we felt that aircraft is the ultimate symbol of efficiency, aerodynamics, beauty, that we wanted to bring that aircraft aesthetic into a car and that seamless canopy glass was one of the features that we brought in to do that. So you working for the big corporate car companies, that would be a hard thing for a car company to do, I have to imagine, and it probably wasn't even easy for you guys. Yeah, I mean, obviously any kind of feature that stand out that you don't see conventionally across other products in the marketplace, those things are hard to do. Um, And so you really have to have a committed relationship and interdisciplinary uh, back and forth with design, engineering, the financial business side of the company. All that has to integrate to be able to innovate and do uh, unique features like that. So the Lucid Air, we're talking about a potential of a 500-mile range. They design and engineer the car. They build the car. Built in Arizona, correct? That's correct. Um, And and designed, I'm sure, at the design studio in California. Design studio in in Silicon Valley. Okay. And they're the battery manufacturer, the, the motor manufacturer. Motor, not engine, because this is an electric car, but a 500 mile range. So, one, I noticed the entry level starts in the in the high 70s. That's got to have a smaller battery, I'm sure. Yeah, we reduce the pack size. It comes down, and of course the range comes down. But everything that we're doing will have over 400 miles range, even in the small pack variants. That's amazing. Okay, so an SUV coming down the road? That's good you asked. Wait, that. wait, listen to this. Going over our head, oh my gosh, is some sort of a classic aircraft. Yeah, seaplane. Wow. And, of course, we're, we're here in Carmel, California at the Quail, a motorsports gathering. And the beautiful thing about this event is we were at the Monterey Jet Center the other night. It had all the airplanes and classic fighter planes and Learjets. And then here, of course, you have everything from Lucid, which is a brand new car company, to the Classics. And we're seeing a lot of new car companies popping up. We're talking to Derek Jenkins, who's the designer. That was cool. Really? But an SUV. So, and this car will be on sale, by the way. Let's just, I've got to slow myself down. It's on sale now. Uh, You can place orders, get in line. Uh, We have over 11,000 orders in the books right now. And we're going to start delivering cars well before the end of the year. Okay. And when are we going to see that? Here it comes again. God, that is beautiful. I'm sorry. It's a theater of the mind. Oh, yeah. That is just, uh, and this is the kind of stuff you get to see when you come down to, right? So exciting. So what kind of money can we expect for 
you, you start around the say high 70s. For the SUV program. And then yeah. we'll talk about the top of the line one that you've already sold out. Yeah, right so here. this car starts, as you mentioned, in the, in the $70,000 price range. Uh, for the base model, we call Lucid Air Pure. Then we go to the Touring, which is around $90,000 Grand Touring in the 130 range. And then we ha what you see here with the white is called the Dream Edition. And that's a limited 500 plus units uh, as our launch edition. And that's at 169 Yeah, and sold out already. Sold out. That's So there you go. Uh, the SUV, where are we going to, and is there going to be one or a family of SUVs? Well, so the SUV we're you working can Tell on. me, but you're going to kill me, though, yes, otherwise. Of so here we go. I'll be dead after this. Only with you. Uh, this is the Lucid Air. That's our sedan. We're working on a project called Lucid Gravity, and Gravity will be our counterpart to the sedan. It'll be a, a, a large SUV, although still a reasonable size. It's not oversized. Very spacious on the inside. We'll have an option for a third row package, um, and really unique interior, ultra high performance, mind blowing range. That's the key. So very much a counterpart to air, just with a, a bit more space and a higher ride height. What is the website? I have to imagine it's just simply lucidlucid.com. That's lucidmotors.com. Okay, see? Yeah. But lucid, now it's stuck in your mind. I just stuck it in your mind, and now you know how to spell it, everybody. Okay, Derek, thank you. Great job. This car company you guys need to check out, Lucid, the Lucid Air. It's a beautiful machine. If nothing else, go look at how they did the windshield. But remember, you're talking a 500-mile range, and it's right in line with the price of the other guys. And... Uh, I think time will tell. Um, this car company has got legs. That's all I can say. Thank you, Derek. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Great job. All right, that's it for me. I'm Alan Taylor. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X-Mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen, available on select models.